Good evening, you're listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson, and today's sermon is True Word of Yah, the many definitions of judge. As always, in the description box of the podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry, where you can read this information and study on your own. Let's get into it. I'm excited. Do not pass judgment unless you want others to call you out on the things you are doing when you think others are not watching you. Judgment has not come upon this earth via the saints. As the Bible says, the saints will have judgment over the earth and of angels. Our one true judge is the Lord God Almighty, Abba Yahuwah, Abba Yah, El Elyon himself. We are not to be judging other people. And we're going to get into that. We may think we are saints. We may think we're doing everything in our power to please the Lord God while we're meeting people and greeting people at the gas station, I hope still with your mask on. Maybe being judgmental isn't so apparent these days, but I highly suspect that it's just as bad. Because I can see people when I go to the store looking at me some type of way too. Everybody has a judgment about a person. And we got to stop that. And if you don't judge people when you look at them, that's great and that's wonderful and congratulations because a lot of people in the world do and that's not okay. We should not be judging what other people do as well. As the body of Abba Yah, as the body of Yahusha HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, we need to teach others how to be better by showing others how to be better and part of doing that requires us not to be judging each other and ourselves we can be our worst critic if we are judging ourselves all the time and comparing ourselves to what we were 10 years ago or yesterday or even an hour ago do you know how much time we wasted on the past that we could have been even happier in the present and joyously happier in the future I mean, every second we spend being negative is a second we take away from our positive, happy outlooks on life, even if life seems miserable and bleak. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to be kind. We can choose to be nice. We can choose to be grateful and show gratitude. We can also choose to be judgmental. We are not to judge others. What we are to do is simply say in our mind, 
if we have friends that are maybe starting to turn another direction and we've tried to say, hey, you know, as your friend, I think this is what's going on and try to be a good friend. But maybe you need to cut ties because they're becoming a bad influence. That's not a judgment. That is an actual observation that you are witnessing. So things like that, and we'll get to that in a minute, are not judgments, but actual observations. If you're being abused or mistreated or used or taken advantage of in any kind of way, that is not a judgment. That is an observation and you need to leave. It is your right to keep whomever you want in your life as well. You should be friends with whomever you want to be friends with. As long as those friends can respect your boundaries and your beliefs, if they so happen to be different. When disrespect occurs, that is when someone may be good or bad to have around you. Because if you're picking up on things that you are not trying to have around in your life, but slowly and surely, you know, pull into your life. Say you hang out with a friend who likes to go gambling and you're not a gambler. You don't believe in that. But you go to, you know, the casino or it's a game night. And you see your friend win big. I know shooting dice is popular here in St. Louis. And I've dated plenty of guys in my 20s um, who shot dice. And I always thought that was cool. So my stupid 20-year-old self would pitch in sometimes. But that's not me. So therefore, gambling, I feel, is a waste of money. Because you're taking a chance. And as a single mom, money is not something that I can afford to waste. Um, a bad influence. So therefore, I would not want that person around. Especially if all they want to do is go spend money too. That's not healthy for me. Because I like to shop. And I like to stress shop. And whenever I'm stressed and shopping... That's bad combination. So you have to be mindful and you have to make those observations. Those are not judgments. Those are literal observations that could either cause you harm or help you out, depending on whether or not they're good or bad. So judging is not it is not accepting abuse or horrible people and taking that abuse or horribleness. Again, those are valid observations. If someone is abusing you, if someone is taking advantage of you, if someone is being horrible to you, please get out of that environment. That is not a judgment. That is a sound, logical decision for your life. Everyone deserves to be loved and treated equally. 
Judging is when you base your opinion about someone and your life is not in order. Or you say things out of spite and hatefulness. Yes, even if you say it in your head, the Lord God Almighty can hear you. So here are some more examples of judgments and observations. Observation. He has long hair. Judgment. His hair's too long and he needs a haircut. Observation. The table's black. Judgment. That table is black and I can paint it to be a more mahogany color. I don't know where they were thinking that because that yellow just don't go with it. That's a judgment. She is very skilled. That's an observation. If based on truly observing the skills being discussed and if there's analytical data to back that up because a lot of companies they do you know keep track of how many phone calls you have in a day and it is a competition especially like in a call center i worked in a call center up in jeff city before and we would have little competitions within ourselves each team had like six to nine people on it I think and we would try to sell the most of course we wanted our sell to win because our manager ended up buying us tickets to a comedy club which was sweet and that was very fun except my abusive boyfriend at the time did not like sitting at the funny bone in Columbia Missouri and laughing with me but that's a whole nother topic and we will get to abusive people later on in season three so, anyway, those are observations. She is better than I am is a judgment. Unless there is factual measurement on a criteria that all agree and defines what that better really means. Again, most companies have analytical data that can prove one person is better at something than the next. Because isn't that what we've been taught? That life is a competition and we all have to be better than the next person. Like, aren't you all tired of competing with whoever the latest fad is these days? I got tired of it, so I dropped out. And sometimes I feel sad and depressed because I feel like I know too much and other people are just like painlessly doing what I was doing and aren't understanding that, hey, this isn't real life. This isn't how life is supposed to be. You're not supposed to work your life for any company you're not supposed to struggle so hard you're not supposed to be turned down because you're a single mother of three kids on a you know steady income for housing because she's only one person and you know lenders don't like a one person income you know type stuff when you wake up and you realize that stuff isn't valid and that is not how the Lord God wants you to live it's 
a shock and awe moment because everything starts clicking into place. However, until you start meeting people like-minded, you do tend to feel alone. So then, therefore, you need to create your own podcast and talk about the things, entertain, teach back what you learn in your journey with the Lord God. The more we talk about our testimony, the more we can get others to understand that the Lord God loves everybody. It's just our actions that he does not approve of and like. Because again, we can all choose to be happy. We can all choose to love each other. We don't have to talk to everybody we come in contact to with, but we don't always have to have that judgmental perspective about who we come in contact with either. I know for myself, guys tell me all the time, oh, you're a nice, thick-looking white girl. And I'm like, great. I want you to see my soul. Don't just see an outside appearance. Even though that's meant for positivity, I take it negative because that's not how I want to be viewed. I want to be viewed based on the light that I shine into this world because then that lets y'all know that the Lord God is working through me. Because that's not my light. I am not a firefly. I cannot create my own light. But the Lord God, He can create light. He said we are light. But we're not lights when we go and we judge people. Matthew 7, 1 through 5. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall also be judged. And with what measure you meet shall be measured to you again. And why beholdst thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considers not the beam in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, let me pluck that mote out of your eye, and behold, a beam is still in your eye? Hypocrite, first cast the beam out of your own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote of thy brother's eye. Brothers and sisters, we are not supposed to judge people, but we are supposed to take each other, as it says, by the hand, casting out our own sins and helping our fellow man to recognize, hey, you do not have to be selling these drugs. You do not have to be prostituting. You do not have to be feeling like you're worthless and nothing and a piece of garbage. However, what I can show you is that God really does love you. And if you've changed your perspective on what has happened to you, your perception on how you've been indoctrinated your entire life. The Lord God called the ministry living in oppressed nations for a reason. That's what the lion's tears means. Living in oppressed nations. When we are we are oppressing ourselves also when we pass judgment upon ourselves. If we know what our sin is, then we need to work as hard as we can to cast it out. 
Again, because when you do willful sinning, that attracts that negative energy, demons, things start to leach in, your mind starts to get corrupt again, you start developing that disconnect with the Lord, and then you start falling away. But the Lord God says it does not matter how far you have fallen, repent and come back to me. So therefore, cast out your own sins and show your brothers and your sisters how they can rise up and how they can enjoy the fruits of the Lord God Almighty. It is never too late for anybody to come to Abba Yah. It just takes that right person. And if you are a light of this world, it may just take you. It may just take you to do your part. We as the body of Abba, y'all have many parts. Many parts. Some of us are meant to just be Uber drivers. So that person can get to work. Because that person takes care of her grandmama while, you know her brothers and sisters can't or whatever that backstory is we all play a role we all have a story we all have many different things going on so why should we continue to even want to make someone else's day bad by passing judgment upon them we don't we want to help them. And that's the difference. The Greek word for judge is G2919. And it means mentally or judicially to condemn, punish, avenge, conclude, condemn, damn, decree, determine. It is used 131 times in 98 verses. And again, when we call into question other people's actions, we must also examine our own. If we are making judgments based on someone's skin tone, where they are from, or how they look, we need to stop. All of that negativity has got to stop. You have got to stop judging people by any means because we all fall short. Ecclesiastes 7.20 Surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. We read in Romans a couple podcasts ago that we do what we should do. We're pleasing God. But because that sin still dwells within us, we do sometimes what we should not do. And we sin. That doesn't mean that we're 100% bad. That doesn't mean we've fallen and we can't get back up. Because when we stumble, the Lord God says he will catch us and he will lift us up and we will continue. But there is not a man on this earth who does not sin. Not ever. And if you know anything about what was going on with the Roman Catholic Church, you know that there has been pedophilia in the so-called holiest of holy churches on this earth. And I'm here to tell you that church is not the church of God. 
Okay, I'm not saying the congregation is not. I am saying the establishment. That is why it is called a beast system. And if you don't know, the Vatican has its hand in every nation. And your bank reserves tells you how to live and do things. Please research. And that's not what this podcast is about. So we're going to get back on topic. But the Lord God wants you to know that too. Because time is running short. So Romans 3, 23-24 says, For everyone has sinned. Again, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. He did this by sending Himself and the form of flesh took on the name Yahusha, which means Yah is salvation. He hung on a tree for our sins so that we can spend eternal life with him in the way life was meant to be. The word hypocrite in Matthew means a person who pretends to have virtues, morals, or religious beliefs, principles, etc., that he or she does not actually possess, especially a person whose actions belie stated beliefs. A hypocrite is also a person who fiends some desirable or publicly approved attitude, especially one whose private life opinions or statements belie his or her public statements. So, we heard the word belie used several times, and I looked that up for you as well. And belie means to show to be false, contradict, to misrepresent, to act unworthily according to the standards of a tradition, one's ancestry, one's faith, and etc. So, when I read over this sermon today, the first thing that came to mind is it's electric election time, and Trump is also trying to get this judge on, excuse me, the Supreme Court, who says she's a Catholic, who does not believe in abortion. But when asked about that, she said that she doesn't believe Roe versus Wade will be a turn, overturned and this and that and whatever if she votes not so much according to her faith. And that's my problem. Like, if you say you're going to follow the word of God, then vote by the word of God. You cannot serve your country and God. Again, 1 Samuel chapter 8 says, We were never to have a king over us. Let me pull that up again for you guys who may have never heard this. Alright, so 1 Samuel 8. And I'm going to read this again real quick. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second Abiah, they were judges in Beersheba, 
And his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after Lucre and took bribes and perverted judgments. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of thy people in all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me. I should not reign over them. So see, we, Israel, were never supposed to have kings and, you know, presidents and stuff like that over us. We weren't. The Lord God appointed judges. He even told us several times that we should work things out amongst ourselves because when the laws are written, we wouldn't be charging interest rates, which is known as usury. We would be feeding our poor. We would be clothing the naked. But Israel wanted kings and queens and presidents and chaos, just like the other nations. That's what we read in 1 Samuel 8. I don't like being like other nations. I want to be a free person to live for the Lord God Almighty and to be a good steward on his behalf to show love, kindness, and mercy and to help guide those who need guidance. And as the Lord keeps guiding me as I need guidance, I can pass what I learn on to you. And that's what we're supposed to do. When we don't lift each other up, Everybody who gets oppressed even more than what they are now gets forgotten. And it's time that we stop forgetting people. But in order to do that, we have to stop oppressing ourselves, stop judging ourselves, make our changes so we can help and teach, not judge, but teach and help cast and change our neighbors, our families, and our communities. The word judge can mean verdict, custom, manner, ordinance, or right. It is Hebrew word H4941. And you can find this word in Genesis 18.25, which states, That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? The word there is judge of all the earth. And that is, again, H4941. And if you don't know what the judge of all the earth is, again, that's the Lord God Almighty, because we are not saints and we do not have the power to judge because it is not the full end of the world 
Abuya has not returned, and I sure don't have my beautiful, glorious, changed, mortal, immortal body. I still have my mortal body, and I don't want that anymore because my back hurts. You can also find this word in Leviticus 18.4. You shall do my judgments and keep my ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Judge can also mean condemn or sentence, avenge, defend, plead, or rule. Judge is strong Hebrews H. 8199, and you find this word used in Exodus 1826. And they judged the people at all seasons, the hard cases they brought unto Moses, but every small matter they judged themselves. So it feels to me like ancient, you know, back in the day had less. policing and less for real restrictions because we could work it out amongst ourselves now everybody wants to go to court and sue everybody for whatever what happened to working things out between us bartering used to work you know like we need to bring that back and start figuring things out between ourselves. First Samuel 7.15 And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life because judged can also mean rule. And Samuel was the ruler. He was appointed king over Israel. Even though we weren't supposed to have a king over us and the people complained, this is what we ended up with, Israel. We can thank our ancestors. Now we have to do and learn from our mistakes and turn things around. And we can do that. Because I sure do not want to sit here and just wait upon the Lord and hope some time he comes in my life. I do hope that, but at the same time, I know he told me to go be a light in this world, and I want to see other lights shining too, and I feel like we're really dim right now, family. I really do. Judgment also can mean cause, which is judged, a tribunal. The Hebrew word judge in this instance is H1779, and you can find this word in Job 1929. Be afraid of the sword, for wrath brings the punishments of the sword, that you may know there is a judgment. And then there is an Aramaic term for judgment, and it occurs actually five times in five verses because if you don't know some of Daniel is written in Aramaic and this is assigned H1780 Daniel 710 a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him 
thousand thousands ministered unto him and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were open. So again, my brothers and sisters, it is not judgment day. And that is what that verse is talking about. So we cannot judge because we are not the Lord God Almighty. We need to be teaching and helping and elevating our fellow brothers and sisters, which is everybody. We don't have to like them. We don't have to, you know, associate with everybody we come in contact with again. But we don't. Go out of our way to make someone's day horrible. We don't go out of our way to mistreat people. We don't go out of our way to be horrible. The Greek word for a judge is Greek G2923. And you can find this word in 2 Timothy 4.8. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not only me, but unto all them also that love his appearing. So when he comes, I am so thankful. But at that same time, I'm going to be thankful because he woke me up every day. Sometimes we have to draw our strength and look at the small things in order to get that joy. That's not judging. That's making sound opinions. Um, Judge can also mean discern, contend, judge, separate, um, doubt. You can see this word used in James 1, 9. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. The Bible has a word for a judge or someone who is a judger. That word is Greek 1348. And it means a judger. It is found three times. And you can see this one in Luke 12, 13 through 15. And I chose the ESV version because I liked how it sounded. And it states, someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, man, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. The other one you can find in Acts 7.23 and states, But he that did his neighbor wrong thus him away, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge over us? Merriam-Webster defines judge as one who makes judgments, um, a critic, an umpire. That's the noun usage. The transitive verb usage means to form an opinion about through careful weighing of evidence and testing a premise to form an estimate or evaluation. 
to hold as an opinion. Um, and intransitive verb means to form an opinion and to decide as a judge. And then it also lists to govern or rule, which was used of a Hebrew tribal leader. So the definition of judgmental is what we all need to be focused on. Because as we learned that we are not to be judging others, only the Lord God can judge us. And we should be instead helping each other once we cast our own sin and we get our lives better regulated um and we form opinions based on observation and those are not judgments but judgmental describes someone who forms a lot of opinions and usually they're harsh and critical and about a lot of people judgmental types are not open-minded or easygoing and bottom line is only God can judge us we don't need the extra weight of the world so Stop judging people. I try not to form an opinion about someone fully until maybe three or four months in. And usually I'm three or four months into a relationship and I probably should have pulled out sooner. But I wanted to make sure that that's actually their pattern. And... I know what it's like to be judged. I know what it feels like, and it's no good. It's awful to be told you're something that you're not. To be told what to do and how to do it, because that's how someone else would go about it. Or I'm not doing it right. But maybe all I needed was someone to show me how to do it right. Because our judgments, and when we're judgmental, we may not have that whole perspective and backstory. So I want to read to you John 8, 3 through 11. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and placing her in the midst. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? This they said to test him, that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. 
And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. And when they heard it, they went away, one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? And she said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. So, again, only God can judge us. And... That's the bottom line. We don't need to be judging anybody else. We don't need to be commenting on anybody else's situation. We don't know what they've been through. And to be honest, sometimes I really do catch myself doing that, especially with myself and my own situation. I am my worst critic, but I know I also hinder myself when I judge myself too harshly also. And I hope that is not what you're doing to yourself or to other people because really it's a disservice and it's not pleasing to the Lord God because whenever we're judging we're taking that negative energy we're having those crazy weird thoughts and once those thoughts start to go it's really easy for us to get off the track of being happy and healthy and thinking clear and happiness Negativity has a way of seeping in when we least expect it to. And sometimes it just takes one piece of judgment from someone or giving judgment upon someone to start a negative ball rolling. So whenever we are more mindful of our thoughts, we become less judgmental as well. As always, it's never goodbye, but I'll see you later. Shalom.